progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Today we're talking about complex deformity correction, reconstructive spine surgery, but what does that even mean and for what conditions would we be discussing this kind of correction and this kind of surgery? My guest is Dr. Cameron Parsa. He's a neurosurgeon and a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Dr. Parsa, what are considered complex deformities? Are we talking things like scoliosis, kyphosis? Tell the listeners a little bit about what these even are. Uh, sure, Melanie. First of all, uh, hi again. Uh, very nice talking to you and um, uh, talking about this topic, which is very close to my heart. Uh, this is what uh, my training was or advanced training was in, uh, the complex deformities. And what it is, is uh, there are two types. There's um, pediatric and adult deformity. Uh, our focus today would be more on the adult population, and um, and what it involves is uh, different words that you hear: deformity, scoliosis, uh, kyphosis. All these different words which can confuse individuals. But all kyphosis means is that, um, for example, all kyphosis would mean is that uh, uh, the natural curvature of the spine loses its its normal curve, and goes to the opposite direction. So uh, as an example, in the lumbar spine, you're supposed to have lower doses where you have a curve in your back um, that points uh, where the concavity, the inside of the curve, is going towards behind you. What happens during kyphosis is your discs, as you age, they start to degenerate, and as they degenerate, you start to or lose their height and uh, angulation, you start to lose that lordosis and go towards the opposite of lordosis, which is called kyphosis. Um, so that's, uh, that's a very common uh, way to think of what these uh, disease processes mean. Uh, what that leaves with the patient in mind is that as you lose your normal lordosis, your center of gravity moves forward. And when that happens, uh, your whole body starts to adjust to push your center of gravity back towards the middle. Uh, well, and, uh, and Dr. That, Parsa, works, when, yeah. when you're talking about kyphosis, in, in people sometimes see those very old people that are facing forward and their neck has that big hump. Is that something similar that you're discussing? Because that gets pretty severe and some people can't stand up straight anymore because of that. Correct. Correct, and that's exactly it. You mentioned two key words, old and the humps that you feel. Those are all abnormal, and that's because of the degeneration. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The kyphosis can occur in your neck, can occur, can have an exaggerated kyphosis in your middle back, or it can occur in your, in your lower lumbar spine. Well, even something like scoliosis, that can develop over time, whether kyphosis develops as a result of what, osteoporosis and bone density issues, poor posture, whatever the reason is. But scoliosis, people have heard this term for years. Is this something that you are born with and that we only sort of see later on? Does it get worse as you get older? Uh, scoliosis, uh, yes. Uh, the, uh, 
Yes and no, I guess, is the answer to that. Uh, scoliosis is just another term in my mind for deformity. Kyphosis that we're talking about is a form of scoliosis. Um, uh, when when I think of the term scoliosis, I think an abnormal curvature in the spine. So whether it's too much kyphosis, whether you're actually curved sideways when you look, uh, not from the side, but when you're looking at a patient. Um, so that's what scoliosis means. In terms of when does it develop, uh, well, a lot of times the curve, the curvature where you're uh, not looking from the side, but at a patient, the, what people generally consider scoliosis, that is, generally speaking, you're born with it. And uh, almost always it is non-surgical, never bothers you throughout your younger years or even middle ages. But as those discs start to degenerate, that curvature starts to exa- uh, worsen. And then it starts to pinch on your nerves and you start to have back pain and leg pain, arm pain, and whatnot. So what can you do for somebody, whether they are starting to develop kyphosis, which you can see starting to develop, or if they've had scoliosis and then it's getting worse and they're developing all this pain you're discussing, what can you even do since this is, you know, speak about first a non-surgical defense what you tell people at the outset, and then when does this become a very complex surgery? Uh, so my motto with everything I do is keep surgery as a last resort, and it is paramount that scoliosis or deformity correction surgery be absolutely a last resort. Um, complication rates from surgery are anywhere, the national average is about 30 to 35%. So these are high, high complication rates at the best centers in the world. Uh, so needless to say, keep it as a last resort. Uh, what is what is conservative management? Well, preventative is number one. Preventative, how do you uh, take stress off your spine? So uh, the best thing to do for your thoracic and lumbar spine is to do core strengthening exercises. Um, what I always advocate for is, or try to educate my patients is that if you are standing upright, uh, there's two forces, uh, that can, uh, put extra stress on your spine, that, uh, in your ligaments and nerves and your discs. Um, the first one is your weight. So, um, if you're larger set or heavier set, there's going to be more gravitational force on your lumbar spine, and it increases its chances of degenerating and going into kyphosis. Number two is if you have a very poor core strength, and therefore you don't have strong muscles in your psoas or your abdomen or your deep multifidus and and, uh, and other supporting muscles in your low back, if they're weak, then they're not adding any support and all the stress comes on your lumbar spine. Uh, so what I always advocate for is, okay, first, make sure your BMI range is within normal. These are the preventative measures. And number two is to strengthen that core so that the force, the gravitation, dissipates not only on your disc, but also your muscles and everything can help. That's, that's the number one thing. Uh, number two, I also advocate for flexibility. Um, 
the stiffer a joint becomes, the faster it can degenerate. So range of motion exercises, yoga, anything, especially yoga, anything of that nature uh, sort of keeps those joints mobile. It's sort of, if you think about it, as you, the elderly population, if you have a, a knee fracture or a shoulder injury or whatnot, the orthopedic surgeons always advocate for, you know, range of motion as soon as possible. If you don't, you get a frozen shoulder or a frozen elbow or whatnot. The spine is exactly the same. It's another joint. And what you want to do is keep flexibility in your low back, mid back, neck, so that the fluid doesn't, is not stagnant in your joints and it maintains integrity and strength. When does the point come when you say, okay, you know, we've done this, we've tried yoga, we've tried physical therapy, we've even tried medications for pain relief. Now we have to look to surgical reconstruction of this severe kyphosis or scoliosis, and this is what's involved. When does it get to that point? Uh, well, um, uh, <laughs> it's really quality of life measures. Um, uh, I also advocate for bracing, uh, temporary bracing, as another form of conservative management. But if none of those work, then the next step, or even chiropractic treatments as well, but then the last step when it comes to surgery would be um, really it's debilitated patients, that this is affecting the quality of life to a degree that they cannot function. Um, so um, a lot of these patients are generally... Um, can't walk much. Uh, some are wheelchair bound. Some um, some have severe radiating pain symptoms that they really are on multiple pain medications and they're just non-functional. Their quality of life is so low. I send a lot of questionnaires, different questionnaires such as the um, Osworthy Disability Index and and uh, multiple others that I have the patient fill out so I can gauge how bad the quality of life is both subjectively and objectively. Uh, then I discuss with them, educate with them uh, as to, uh, yes, we can always operate and we can always fix it, but we have to be realistic. We're not turning back time. Uh, we're improving current uh, functional status. Uh, I talk about the complication rate, all of these things. And once both the patient and I are comfortable with each other, then it's always a big fusion-type surgery with about a week hospital stay minimum. And um, and then with the correct expectation, a good surgical technique, uh, you know, a clean uh, hospital environment, um, and a good support staff, which uh, we've created here at Palmdale, uh, we're able to have good outcomes, and everyone is happy. Um, so uh, it's really a lot of education, a lot of getting ready to do such procedures that uh, that, are, that it's not it's not your run of the mill spine surgery. It's it's a lot of education, and um, that's when I generally intervene uh, with these cases. 
So wrap it up for us with your best information and advice for people that have been told they have scoliosis or are at risk of developing severe kyphosis and they don't want to be staring at the floor for the rest of their life, what you want them to know about the things that they can do that might help to strengthen up their core and their spine and when they should consider coming to see you? Um, I think I think if you're looking down at the floor, that's a good time <laughs> to come see me. Uh, that 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 to me sounds severe. Uh, you also don't want to wait for it to get to a point where you are looking at the floor because yes, we can fix it, but the surgery is larger. It's more traumatic. It's a longer recovery. I, I say scoliosis is a very complex nature. Uh, there's really very few surgeons in America really forget the, just Southern California that really do it well uh, or are trained for it or even incorporate it into their practice. Um, so in my opinion, I think if you're worried about scoliosis, uh, if you're, you have a curvature, just come in and, uh, and for a consultation and I will give you all the, you know, all the information you need as I said, I'm very, very conservative when it comes to it. So my first answer almost always would be to send you to the appropriate uh, authorities uh, for physical therapy, chiropractic, bracing, all of these things, uh, to go get those and that, and then follow you. And then I will continue to follow you. I, need, I believe, I think, I need to be the primary care, taking care of uh, scoliosis patients uh, and directing their conservative management. Thank you so much, Dr. Parsa. Always a pleasure to have you on with us. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, please visit palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Individual results may vary. There are risks associated with any surgical procedure. Speak with your physician about these risks to find out if these types of surgeries might be right for you. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.